listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From ski joring and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. We'll hear from the leading sports dog show stars that are at the top of their game, learning training tips and get the scoop on their secrets to success. So put your paws together and give a tail-wagging welcome to your DSPN host, Lori Williams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams, owner and training director of Pup and Iron. However, I bet some of you, or maybe most of you, will remember me from The Greatest American Dog that showed on CBS last summer, where my Maltese dog, Andrew, and I were able to show the world the depth of our great relationship. And you know what? That's what DSPN is all about. We're about showcasing great activities and sports that you can participate in with your dog. And lots of people are participating. And there's one dog right there who's ready to go. (laughs) Participating in that will really help your relationship. That's what we're all about. Now, today, we have as our guest, Mr. Billy Wheeler, and he is a dog show expert extraordinaire. He's been in the business for many, many years, and guess what we're going to talk about today? The Westminster Dog Show, which is really great and is coming up in just a few days. So, stay tuned. We'll be right back with Billy Wheeler, and we're going to talk about all the little gossip and ins and outs about the Westminster Dog Show. DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick timeout. Greetings, human. What planet am I on? Welcome to Pet Planet. Here's a copy of Pet Planet Magazine, Florida's most informative and fun pet resource magazine. It features heartwarming stories and informative articles from local and national pet experts. Excellent. Pet Planet Magazine offers Operation Planet Rescue, helping rescued pets find new homes. And it's available at 500 locations in South and Central Florida and 24-7 on the Internet at PetPlanetMagazine.com. If you're out and about with your pet, you may be featured in paparazzi, candid pictures of you and your pet. For up-to-date pet-friendly events, activities, and pet-related services and products, Pet Planet Magazine is your final destination. I shall take this magazine home with me. Back to your home planet? No. To my condo in Boca. Pet Planet Magazine. Check them out at www.petplanetmagazine.com or 352-394-8578. It's out of this world. Pets can be a wonderful addition to your life. Keeping them healthy and happy is important. Pet Life Radio presents The Pet Doctor with veterinary media consultant and veterinarian Dr. Bernadine Cruz. Whether you have a dog, cat, reptile, or rabbit, you'll find answers for your pets straight from the vets. The Pet Doctor, on demand every week, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, 
Welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. And welcome back to DSPN. I'm Laurie Williams, your host. And today we're going to talk about the Westminster Dog Show with Mr. Billy Wheeler. Billy's been in the dog show biz for many, many years. He's going to let us know, and his dogs are going to let us know what's going on, who to look for, who to watch, some about some of the underdogs we may not know about. And uh, he's going to really let us in on um, a lot of information that other people don't know yet. So, hi, Billy. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well, and it sounds like your dogs are raring to go as well. They're excited about Westminster, too, I bet. Oh, we watch it every year. Absolutely. Well, listen, let's tell the audience a little bit about um, your background in the dog fancy, as we like to call it. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Well, I've been showing dogs and going to dog shows for over 40 years. Wow. Um, I've owned big dogs, St. Bernard's, medium-sized dogs. Uh, Sealies, Scotties, and I now have a Karen Terrier, and I've had small dogs. I showed Maltese and Yay. Toy Poodles. Well, you know I love that part. <laughs> yes, I know. I've also been active in all breed, limited breed, and specialty clubs in both New York and California, and professionally, I was, I'm a retired management consultant, and I've advised multiple organizations affiliate, affiliated with the AKC on business management, long-range planning, Customer service and legislative matters. I'll tell you, one of the things that really struck me about you is how you stay on top of the confirmation dog show world as it is right now. You've got this great website. It's called Dog Show Poop. That's right. All everything you want to know about dog shows right now. So you kind of keep up with uh, all the top top dogs and let people know who's winning and who's coming up, right? Uh, we are up to the minute. Sometimes we will have show results. Within hours of a dog show closing. Fantastic. Your website is definitely the place to go to get the up-to-date information, and we're going to definitely make sure that we share you know, the, your website address so we can take people there. Now, let's talk about the dog show world in general. You said you've been in it for you know, over 40 years, so obviously you like it. What do you like best about dog shows? What do you think that um, – why would anybody want to show and exhibit their dog? Well, apart from just the pure love of dogs and the fact that they're, it's like traveling without leaving your, your hometown, you see dog breeds from all over the world and you learn about aspects of culture that you never thought you would ever learn about. But my favorite thing about dog shows is it's such a great equalizer. You mm-hmm. have people from all walks of life mm-hmm. that you run into dog shows. And it doesn't matter what your social standing or your politics or your race or your religion. It's just Mm -hmm. everybody brought together by the love of dogs. That's awesome. Um, I'll tell you what, one of the things I like the best about it is, you know, and that's what DSPN is all about is the relationship. You know, when you see people in the ring with their dogs and, you know, even the handlers, you can tell they really love those dogs. You know, those dogs love being out there. And, you know, these are dogs that, you know, otherwise might be sitting at home and they're out there doing, you know, out there meeting people and getting socialized. I mean, it's really a great sport. And I, I think a lot more people would probably participate um, if they knew more about it and got to learn about it, which is one of the things that we like to do on this show. So listen, a little bit more about your website. How long has it been around? How long have you been doing it? Well, I, I bought my latest show prospect in August as a puppy, a Karen mm-hmm. puppy. And I said, well, what am I going to do with myself 
while I'm waiting for her to mature so I can get her into the show ring. So in late August, I started the blog. Mm-hmm. And I originally thought, oh, I'll be doing a couple of posts a week, and I'll, you know, put up some pictures of my puppy. Just normally what uh, most people think of as, as a personal blog. But it started snowballing. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, from, it started uh, in, as I said, in late August. But by December, it was starting to really catch fire. And to give you an idea, I had uh, 1,000 hits wow. from September 1st to December 8th. And since that time, I've had 40,000 hits <laughs> from 62 countries and six continents. Wow. Well, people really like that up-to-date um, information because, you know, you know, actually it's it's quite difficult to find up-to-date information about dog shows. You know, they if people are participating in um, AKC shows, which is what we're mostly going to be talking about today, uh, that information doesn't get up there super quick. And you also have to go through so many different pages. <laughs> when you go on AKC, you got to click on here, click on there. If you don't exactly know what you're looking for and where you need to go, you can get lost on that big website. But you got the information right there, you know, right at everyone's fingertips, um, pretty much right from the first page. Well, that's what we try to keep it where people can find it. That's one thing. And you do have to work for it. But the, the biggest problem is, is that the dog world is mired in the past with mm-hmm. the traditional glossy dog <laughs> magazines. When I first started doing the blog, the traditional sources were six weeks behind reporting results. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I've noticed since I've been doing this, they've gotten a little more timely. <laughs> but, right. Uh, we, we, we started uh, around uh, October. We just said, well, well, we're going to start doing up-to-date rankings by the day. If there was okay. a show yesterday, I will recalculate the rankings and tell you who's the top dog today. Right. And then we really took off in December when we decided to do a live uh, uh, reporting on the Yukonuma National Championship, which mm-hmm. was the 13th and 14th of December, but uh-huh. wasn't broadcast until the 31st of January. Right. That Yeah. So it hasn't even been on television yet. <laughs> right. So, right. That's com- coming up. And I, I actually was in California that weekend. I didn't get a chance to go see the show. But, you know, I saw a lot of people when I was on a plane heading out to Los Angeles and saw people when I was coming back. So I've known for a while what happened there. So it's a, you're right. It takes a while for things to trickle back. But that's why uh, your website, I'm sure, is so popular because people really do like to get that information. You know, one thing you did mention about the, you know, being steeped in tradition, you know, that's probably part good and part bad about um, the dog fancy. I think the good part about that, I, I really like to let our listeners know, you know, how long some of these people have been in the sport. I mean, you mentioned you being in it for 40 years and, and you know, there's actually... That's, you know, pretty common that a lot of people who participate in the dog fancy have been doing it for years and years. Well, you know, uh, the way I got started, I, I had dogs like most people as a child, and uh, I was always interested in dog shows. I would go to the store and buy a dog magazine when other kids were buying comic books. Uh-huh. But I didn't go to my show until 1968. And okay. at that show, uh, Michelle Leather Billings, who is now an AKC yes, judge, I know. won Best in Show with an Afghan Hound. Uh-huh. An elegant lady with an elegant dog, I would yes. <laughs> Yeah, I've met Michelle um, in person. She actually 
did the um, she did the Maltese national specialty a couple of years ago where Andrew mm-hmm. was. So so I got to, and she's still stunning and and um, a wonderful wonderful judge. So oh, she's one of the top top AKC judges today. Yes. Yes, very good. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. We are going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to get right in there and start talking about the Westminster Dog Show. I know that's one of the things that everybody is anticipating. So we will be back after a word from our sponsors. ESPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be back with more exciting action and fighting commentary right after this quick time off. When you're looking to add a pet into your life, consider adopting a homeless animal from your local shelter or rescue group. Whether you want a kitten, puppy, or a more mature pet, a purebred or a -a one-of-a-kind mixed breed, even a rabbit or hamster, your shelter has the best selection of animals anywhere, all screened for good health and behavior. PetLifeRadio.com presents Take Me Home with your host, Susan Daffron. Join us each week as we showcase wonderful pets, tell stories, and even throw some pet education into the mix. So get ready to find out why the pet adoption option can be a great way to add a furry companion into your life. Take me home every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. And welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, here on Pet Life Radio. I'm Laurie Williams, your host, and today we're talking to Billy Wheeler about the Westminster Dog Show and his great website that keeps all the up-to-date information. So, Billy, Westminster, finally coming up, huh? This is the big, this is kind of the, the big thing. This is what a lot of dog show people wait for every year. And, and I have had a lot of people ask me why. What's so great about the Westminster Dog Show. So, you know, can you explain a little bit about, you know, what exactly does it mean for a dog or the breeder handler to win at Westminster? Well, Westminster is the second oldest continuously held sporting event in America. Only the Kentucky Derby is older. Plus, as it's currently formatted, it is a champion-only invitation show that draws the best dogs from all over the world. Okay, so these are dogs that have, you know, already been showing, in most cases, quite a bit. I was looking up a little bit of um, trivia myself, and there have been a few really young dogs that have won, but um, that, you know, just were doing great as young dogs. Um, well, but it hasn't Jim- always been a, a, a champion-only show. Oh, that's true. Right, right. That's right. When did in, that in start? Fact, the, the, the only trophy that I still have is a bronze medallion from the 100th anniversary show where we won our class with our Maltese, Barnum, and the Pooh Bear. Uh-huh. And that was 1976. Okay, okay. <laughs> so many, but back in those days, you could attend if you had a championship point. You didn't have to have completed your championship. But today, it's champions only. 
Right, right. And I, yeah, and I, again, I think I read somewhere that that occurred like maybe as um, recently as maybe the early 90s or something. So you're right. You're, I guess probably back in, back in the olden days, uh, a younger dog could win. But generally, these are dogs that have been shown and campaigned all throughout the country, getting, you know, stacking up a lot of wins. So having said that, let's get into some of the top contenders. Um, you know, maybe we can go through the groups. Like, who who are the top contenders in each group? That well, before we get into the top contenders uh-huh. that will be there, the one thing that we have to talk about is the one dog that won't be there. Uh oh, that's right. That is the Pointer Champion Cookie Land Seaside Hollyberry, better known as Holly. Uh-huh. Now, Holly recently won the Yukonuba National Championship. She also uh-huh. won the National Championship show in Philadelphia that right. was broadcast on Thanksgiving Day. Yes, beautiful dog. Now, she is the top-winning sporting dog of all time. Wow. She won 96 Best in Shows in 2008. That's 25 more than any other dog won in uh-huh. 2008. But... One of her owners, Sean McCarthy, is on the Westminster Show commu- uh, Committee. Therefore, uh-huh. uh, Holly will recuse herself and, and, and not uh, be shown at Westminster. Wow. You know what? That's a, that's a big loss for those of us who you know, really love watching Holly um, out there in the ring. However, being that this is a competition, I'm sure there's quite a few dogs, handlers, and breeders who you know, might be a little bit happy <laughs> that she's not going to be there. So. Well, the one dog that is, is probably going to be the happiest is the number mm-hmm. one dog in 2008, mm-hmm. the giant Schnauzer Galilee's Pure of Spirit. Wow. Yes. Now, Spirit very nearly lost the national uh, uh, championship or, or lost the, the top dog ranking, ranking. Mm-hmm. to Holly. They were neck and neck right through the last two shows of December and then... Uh, Spirit eked it out by a few hundred points, wow. amassing 118,000 points in total. So there were just a few hundred separating. That's just you know a fraction of a percentage point that they were separated. Okay, so that dog is also gorgeous. I mean, you know, all these dogs are gorgeous, and you know that's the thing about dog shows. There's not going to be a single dog there that is not beautiful and is not a great dog. What we always have to remind people that you know the dogs are not really competing against each other. They're more so competing against their own breed standards. They're so competing against an ideal. That's correct. Right. Well, yes. In addition to spirit, there's 2,512 other champion dogs that will be there including the other eight dogs from the top ten of 2008. Well, and, and all those other top ten are going to be there? Well, they're entered. You know, we okay. don't know if well, we will show up on, on the day, but everyone true. is entered. That's true. That's that's something that, you, you know, things can happen um, that a dog is not shown various different things, but we're going to keep good vibes going. So go ahead, tell us a little bit more about some of the top contenders. Well, you know, several of these dogs will be uh, return visitors to Westminster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Terrier group and the Toy group is going to be especially competitive. Okay. Uh, the the Celium Terrier, uh, champion FB's Hidalgo at Good Spice, better mm-hmm. known as Charming, and who was the 2007 winner of the Yukonuba National Championship, uh, and she won the group. Uh, he won the group there last year. He'll be back. The number two t- uh, Terrier in the country. Uh, a Scottish Terrier named Sadie will be back as well, as as well as last year's best Airedale and best Lakeland. But there are some newbies we have to watch for as well. Okay, okay. 
one of the uh, dogs to look for in the terrier group is the Smooth Fox Terrier Dodger, champion mm-hmm. Jacob Kimosabi Vigilante Justice. Earlier in January, earlier this month, uh, Dodger ambushed Charmin down in Florida and <laughs> beat uh, him three out of four meetings. Wow. Wow. It's very competitive. And one thing I do want to let our listeners know, because I love these names. I love these dogs' names. They're, they're registered names. But they all have call names that they're affectionately called. You know, so they're not, we don't go around calling them by their full name. But just so all of our listeners know, they can see the dogs, their full names, and photos of the dogs on your website at dogshowpoop.blogspot.com. And we'll have all this information on the Pet Life Radio website as well. So that Because we want to make sure that they can go to the website, take a look at these dogs, learn about the dogs before the um, Westminster uh, telecast in a, in a little over a week. Yes, I have all of those dogs listed, as well as their breeders and owners and handlers. Mm-hmm. And so they'll be familiar with who those dogs are and, and what they've been doing this past year. Okay, great. So let's see. So you mentioned a couple of the terriers. Hey, speaking of terriers, does Bill Cosby have any terriers entered this year? I'm not sure Bill's dog is going to be there. He okay. has a Lakeland uh, that he co-owns. You know, there's a very interesting story about Bill and how he got into the dogs. Right. Uh, most people are not aware that Bill was in the Navy. Navy, right. Uh, back in the in the uh, late 60s, early 70s. Right? Actually, he was in the Navy in the late 60s. During the early 70s, he ran into his former commanding officer, mm-hmm. a lady by the name of Jean Heath. Uh-huh. And Jean suggested that he might be interested in the dog show <laughs> world. And so he and Jean have been partnering Right. Uh, ever since, and they have been very successful winning the group several times at Westminster. Well, I'll tell you, I I happen to have an interesting story myself about um, Gene Heath and Bill Cosby. Um, many, many years ago when I used to breed and show Irish Terriers, I actually uh, offered Gene a puppy. <laughs> and she said they, they were locked full of puppies at that time to get out so she couldn't take one um, at that time but boy do I wish that they had taken one of my Irish Terrier puppies oh but. yes there's nothing like <laughs> having a sponsor that has unlimited money <laughs> absolutely because yeah that's one of the things you know that's another thing that it's very dog showing is very expensive and and I know one of the things I, I definitely like to to educate people about you know they they watch the dogs on um, television but you know the dogs show fancy you really have to do it for the love of the sport and the love of the dogs and the love of your breed because it's very expensive I think I read that just to enter Westminster is $75. That's like, what, three times more than what it would cost to enter a, you know, a, regular, a smaller, more local dog show. Oh, well, um, and that's chump change compared yeah. to what it costs to hire a handler if you want right. to use a handler. Yes. Or, you know, your, your traveling expenses and lodging yes. expenses, of course, in, in a city like New York. Exactly. But a lot of people don't know that a, a handler may charge... $1,000 or more to show mm-hmm. a dog at Westminster. Right, because right, that's where the top handlers are, for sure. Everybody that's anybody in the world of professional you know, confirmation show handling will be at Westminster, for sure. So it's, a, it's quite an expensive sport, and um, you know, I, I, my, my son used to ask me this a lot of times when he was a little boy and I'd be carting off to a dog show. He's like, well, Mommy, what do you win? And I said, I show him the ribbon. And what else? <laughs> 
you know, just the love of the breed. That's what we win. There's no money. I know Westminster does have a you know, little bit of a monetary, but not anything compared to what people well, have put the, and, into. And the Yukonuba show has a $50,000 prize as well. Mm-hmm. But that's, that's very much the exception. Right, very much. Very much. You, you asked me what I like about dog shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, and what I don't like about dog shows is this very aspect of it, is that it's gotten yeah. so expensive to campaign it. it. Um, back in the 70s, mm-hmm. I remember Jane Forsythe did an interview with one of the women's magazines. Now, Jane uh-huh. and Bob are former professional handlers who are now yes. AKC judges. Right. Uh, Jane told that magazine that in the mid-70s, she was clearing a quarter of a million dollars a year. Huh. Now, that, wow. that is an enormous amount of money today. Yeah. Back in yeah. the 70s, it was just a small fortune. But right. uh, I, I, I will tell you, it's not a coincidence that the top Pekingese in the country is owned by a Rockefeller. <laughs> exactly, because you know, no, no. We talked that we mentioned Bill Cosby. I mean, certainly, if you have the funds to campaign your dog and show them at every weekend um, with a professional handler, that's money, and that costs a lot of money. So, but you know what? Let's let's get more back to more of the good things and the fun things okay. about it. Um, let's keep going into the some more of the top well, contenders. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk about uh, the toy dogs. Now, yes, uh, it's going to be one of the most competitive groups. Mm-hmm. And the dog to watch is the Affin Pincher, mm-hmm. uh, champion Tamarin Tug. Now, mm-hmm. this dog has a very interesting background. The dog mm-hmm. is uh, nicknamed Taser. His owners mm-hmm. are the parents of Rick and Tom Smith, who created the stun gun that's used by oh. every police department. Wow. And he, he, was, he was my muse this year. He was uh-huh. he was my excuse to populate my pages with a plethora of puns. <laughs> I guess you could get a lot of puns out of a dog. Oh being yes. Apart from being one of the most electrifying show dogs <laughs> in the in the circuit. Okay, I'll stop that. Uh, uh, Taser is also the most traveled dog in AKC history. It was uh-huh. unusual for him to pop up in three parts of the country in three days over a weekend. And that's wow. what having access to a corporate jet will do for you. Yeah. And he does fly in that corporate jet, I hear. Oh, well, I've never been able to get them to admit so, but I don't know <laughs> any other way. He could, he could get from, from leave a show at 6 p.m. on the East Coast and be ready at uh, a ring at 8 a.m. on the West Coast well, the next rest- day. <laughs> Rest assured, I'm sure he is not checked in at uh, JFK as cargo. Rest assured. No, um, no, no. Equally as impressive, even though they have more traditional transportation, uh, are the Brussels Griffin champion Celine Masquerade, known mm-hmm. as Lincoln, and the Pug champion Tupelo Showboat to China. His name is Boo. Now, okay. both Lincoln and Boo uh, were uh, group placers last year at Westminster, so we certainly have to watch those two as well. Okay. But now off the radar screen, though, on, in, the, in the toy group, Mm-hmm. We have the latest protege of the Prince of Pekingese, Hiram Stewart. Okay, uh, right. <laughs> yeah. Champion French, y'all hear me roar. Uh, mm-hmm. It's which is a uh, she's a bitch, and that's unusual for a Pekingese top winner. But uh-huh. uh, she has already won two best in shows this year, so we will watch her. Then everyone remembers the white toy poodle yes. from two years ago that was the top dog in the country, the top winning toy poodle in history, Vicky. Yes, well, that uh, group has a new uh, white toy poodle, Walker, uh, mm-hmm. and I expect him to be a real contender as well. 
And then the last dog in the toy group that I would say watch is Velocity Shaker Bonbon. Now, he has a a local tie. He was bred by a 24-year-old kid from Brooklyn, Daniel Yona, who's kind Mm -hmm. of the Pomeranian wonderkin right now. (laughs) So watch that dog. That dog's already won two Best in Shows as well this year. Wow. See, that's great. And and, uh, you know what? You're right. The toys and terriers are very competitive because probably combined toys and terriers have won quite a few Best in Shows. Oh, yeah. The the most Best in Shows, of course, have been won by Wirefox Terrier. Right, right. Although, uh, if you uh, combine the poodles together, Mm -hmm. uh, the, the standard, the miniature, and the toy... The, and that's the way the AKC combines them in the registry. Mm-hmm. There have been nine poodles who win Best in Show at uh, Westminster. Wow. Well, you know what? With all that grooming that they have to go through, and I'll tell you, those dogs look immaculate when they're out there. It's, it really is is quite spectacular. Let's go ahead and take another little break. When we get back, I want to talk a little bit more about predictions and then maybe a little bit of trivia. AKC just came out with their top 10 breeds, so I'd like to you know, maybe mesh that with a little Westminster trivia. So we will be right back after a word from our sponsors. ESPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network, will be right back with more exciting action and biting commentary right after this quick timeout. Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, this is the place for a special paparazzi treat. Only on PetLifeRadio.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready for game time with your DSPN host, Lori Williams. And welcome back to DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network here on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Laurie Williams. Today we're talking everything Westminster with our great guest, Billy Wheeler. He is a dog show uh, aficionado and he has a great website, Dog Show Poop. Blogspot.com, where you can find all the up-to-date information about the dog show world. So, Billy, we were talking a little bit about the top contenders in Westminster. You know, give me a couple of more, um, maybe sporting group, working group, and hounds. Okay. That, uh, now, we mentioned that the pointer's not going to be there to open up the field uh, for a lot of people who have been sitting in her shadow all year long. The first dog I would look for is the English setter Ross, champion Chebacco blames it on Trebez who was the best bred by exhibitor dog at the Yukonuba National Championship. Another uh, dog to watch is the uh, Golden Retriever champion, Toasty's Treasure Island. Both of them were at Westminster last year and both won their breed, so they certainly will be contending for the group win this year. Okay. Now, the Hound group is going to be 
a tremendous group to watch. Now, the first thing I want to mention about the Hound Group is the mm-hmm. judge. Okay. Now, the judge, Patricia Craig Trotter, is the top-winning owner-handler in history. Uh, she won 10 wow. groups at Westminster. That's wow. just phenomenal. That Most is. handlers would love to have that, but as, <laughs> as a breeder-owner-handler, that is phenomenal. That very fact may give one of our outsiders a chance to come into the hound group. The rarest dog in the AKC registry is the American Foxhound, mm-hmm. and there is a terrific one, uh, Sonny, champion mm-hmm. Kiari's Reflections of the Sun, who earlier this year upset Holly at, at uh, one wow. of the Maryland shows. So okay. that's definitely a dog to watch. Okay. But the two hounds from 2008 will both be there. The mm-hmm. Harrier, a champion down-home family tradition, also known as Coda, he is definitely a dog to watch. And then the uh, Scottish deer hound, Ouija, who champions Gerald of Ouija, uh, who is a kennel mate to the giant Schnauzer. Oh, now, wow. that dog has actually kind of suffered from the fact that it, every show it goes to, the giant Schnauzer is there. <laughs> so it, it might have won a whole lot more shows had it not been overshadowed by her kennel mate. So that's definitely a dog I think we should watch. Let me step in here for a second because this is mm-hmm. really interesting. You mentioned two of the top dogs. You mentioned a Harrier. And mm-hmm. um, what was the second dog that you mentioned? The Scottish Deerhound. Okay, now let me ask you, where do those two breeds rank in the AKC uh, registration statistics? I'm pretty sure they're way at the bottom. Well, the Harrier is. The Harrier is in the bottom five. Okay, yeah. Uh, the I'm, Scottish I... Deerhound is, is not as, as rare, although it's, it's well down in the bottom third of the registry. Sure, absolutely. And, and one of the reasons I wanted to point that out is because there are a lot of phenomenal breeds of dogs that a lot of people don't know about, and that's one of the great things about dog shows. Dog shows are one of the few places you'll be able to see some of these breeds, and these breeds are some of them are ancient breeds. I know the Scottish Deerhound has been around for a long time. So, I, you know, a lot of people, you know, we see the Labs and the Golden Retrievers, and those are what most, you know, most people have as their pet dogs and stuff. But to really see all these phenomenal breeds that have been, you know, really, people have been preserving these breeds. You know, a lot of these breeds, you know, could probably be extinct, you know, if we don't have uh, breeders who are preserving them. The dog show is where you got to go to see them. Oh, absolutely. Now, the American Foxhound, of course, is one of our uniquely American breeds. Mm-hmm. It was a breed developed by our first president, George Washington. Oh, wow. And, I mean, it would be a sh- it is the most rare of the AKC breeds with only 17 registered last year uh, in the AKC. <laughs> wow. Wow. It would be just a shame if that icon of our history yeah. were were to, to pass. Another dog that's in the top ten is the Celium Terrier. And, of course, Charming the Celium Terrier has been a fixture on the show circuit for the last three years. Now, these dogs are rarer than mm-hmm. polar bears, gorillas, or gray whales. Wow. And you can keep them in your backyard. <laughs> well, that's neat to put it in that context because, I mean, people really do. That's, you know, that's an eye-opener. That really is. And, and as I said, I mean, hats off to the breeders. I know nowadays breeders get, 
you know, they get kind of a bad rap and, and kind of paint it with a broad brush because there are, you know, disreputable breeders out there. But, you know, that, that's a different topic for another show. But there are people in the trenches working hard to preserve these breeds of dogs that are really steeped in tradition and, you know, we're bred to do incredible things. You know, that's one of the things that we really need to remember, that dogs were bred to do certain jobs uh, you, normally. And maybe that job was just to be a companion like a lot of the toy breeds, which is a, an honorable position as well. So, yeah, you're right. We, we definitely want to keep that in Add in mind. Um, now we didn't talk about. We talked about the giant Schnauzer, which is in the working group. Are, are there any other working group contenders that you could mention? Well, before we leave the hound group, let me mention one more dog. Okay. And that is a Australian import uh, that is uh, a Petit Basset Griffon Von Dien, ah, okay. uh, PBGV, uh, <laughs> Rokita's Carte Blanche, better known as CJ. Now that mm-hmm. dog has already won three best in shows this year, okay. and I talked to his breeder, he was going to go home to Australia after Westminster, but he's been doing so well, they may keep him here in in the United States another year. Now, personally, let's send Russell Crowe back to Australia and keep CJ. (laughs) That's funny. Well, you might say that, but... um you know, there's probably a lot of women that might beg to differ. <laughs> that might beg to differ. But at any rate, well, great. Okay, so let's see. Working, we got the giant schnauzer. Who else do we have in working? Or herding, even. Herding's a group that um, I know that there's... I've happened to see a couple of uh, Aussies and Border Collies that have been winning some of the um, more local shows in our area. Are there any top contenders in the herding? Well, yes. First of all, we have the top herding dog from 2008, uh, the Pembroke Welsh Corgi mm-hmm. to watch for. And then we also have a rough collie named Sachs, who mm-hmm. placed in the uh, group, at the herding group last year, and that will definitely be a dog to watch as well. Great. Well, I'll tell you, let's, um, let's kind of wrap this up. And let me ask you what your predictions are. You willing to put it out there and Make a oh, prediction? yes. I don't think that there's any <laughs> doubt that we're going to see the giant Schnauzer win. Okay. Now, the best, the best in show judge uh, is Sari Tijan, Sari Brewster Tijan, whose mother mm-hmm. was an AKC judge. Now, okay. Sari is a toy breeder. She had Japanese chins, but she has never shown any favoritism to any particular group and has placed several working dogs best in show in the last year. So I think that, that uh, Spirit has a real good chance of going best in show. Plus, she's undefeated this year. She won the giant Palm Springs show both days, which has 4,000 dogs. Okay. And it's the largest wow. show in the United States. Okay. So I think she's definitely the dog, dog to beat this year. But it's a dog show. It is. And, and that means any dog can win. That's true. And you know what? There have been some upsets at even Westminster. Oh, absolutely. There have, been, there have been many upsets, and um, that'll be interesting to watch. And I would be remiss if I did not mention, I am very happy that this year we are all going to get to watch the Westminster Dog Show. There was a little bit of uh, brouhaha that we weren't going to get our telecast on the USA Network. I know that PETA, uh, People for the Ethical Treatment of Animals, the PETA group, had launched kind of a little campaign against the showing of Westminster um, and really a kind of a campaign against breeders, again, you know, painting everyone with that broad brush. But 
I'll tell you, they got an overwhelming response from pet lovers and the dog fancy in general. I know in the L.A. Times, there was a poll whether the Westminster Dog Show should be shown, and it was like 98% in favor of continuing to show the Westminster Dog Show. Do you have any thoughts on that? Well, absolutely. In fact, we were we were kind of at the forefront of that after I got a, a heads up that PETA had sent that letter to the USA Network. Uh, well, first, let's go a little back uh, background. Peter Green, who will be judging the Terrier Group this year, mm-hmm. will be judging Best in Show at Crufts in England, mm-hmm. which is the world's largest dog show, ten mm-hmm. times larger than than Westminster. It has over mm-hmm. twenty thousand dogs. Now, the BBC caved into pressure from animal rights activists and canceled the broadcast of Crufts. Well, mm-hmm. Peter thought maybe they could do the same thing this year. And they sent this letter to USA Network. We posted uh, a plea to our uh, readers to let the LA Times know what they thought about that. And uh, at the time that we posted the request for letters, there were about 30 pro-PETA comments on the LA Times website and only four pro-Westminster sites. Okay. By the time we finished, there were over 800 letters <laughs> yeah. in the next two days in favor of Westminster, showing what everybody needs to know, that dog lovers outnumber PETA members you know, 100 to 1. Sure. So, well, you know, and again, you know, like I said, it, it, it's really everything political in this day and age. But, you know, this is about, let's remember those harrier breeders and the Scottish deerhound breeders and the affin pincher breeders who are out there trying to preserve these breeds of dogs that have been around for hundreds, sometimes thousands of years. And, um, you know, that those are the people who are, you know, showing dogs in, at Westminster. So, you know, to p- try to paint it as this broad brush that all breeders are, you know, trying to make money. I mean, that's that's where we kind of get into a little bit of trouble. So I know I, for one, am very, very glad to be able to watch the um, the broadcast this year. So um, tell me a little bit. You're going to have a, a little chat room in your in your on your website during the ca- yeah, telecast? Since, since Westminster is a uh, live broadcast, we're going to have a cyber party room. Okay. I'm going to open up the comments and let anybody comment that wants to comment and join in, and so we can have a free dialogue, and we can all root for our favorites and and do a little armchair quarterbacking during the broadcast. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Oh, yeah, very cool. Next best thing to being there. You know what? I would say I would get online and go to your chat room, but guess what? I'm going to be there. <laughs> yes, Andrew and I will be um, going to, um, to attending Westminster this year. We're actually going to be in a celebrity fashion show, actually, on uh, the Friday night. It's a pre-Westminster party that's being held at the Hotel Pennsylvania. So Andrew and I will be there, so we are going to stay for the show. But um, all of our listeners, please, I-, I hope that they do take you up on that, and they... Um, Go to your chat room and get involved because it, it will be just like being there and getting that um, in-the-minute commentary from uh, Mr. Billy Wheeler. Do you have any final thoughts or comments you'd like for, to make? Well, the one thing I want to tell everybody is that go to your local dog shows. Yes. Just because Westminster is the most well-known show and just because everybody thinks, oh, my little local show won't have any of the famous dogs, 
Here recently in Mississippi, we had a uh, dog show that had less than 400 entries, mm-hmm. but it had three of the top ten dogs present. Right, right. And, and so, just, I mean, you can yeah. always see wonderful dogs at yeah. any AKC dog show. Absolutely. Holly, with the pointer we keep talking about, she was just in Fredericksburg a couple of weeks ago. Fredericksburg, Virginia, at our local dog show. She was there, and I'm sure there were others there as well. So Yes, in fact, I think wasn't uh, the Harrier there as well? Probably. A lot of them were, you know, tacking on some more wins on their road to Westminster. Well, listen, Billy, thank you so much for joining us today. Your information has been great. You've been a great guest. I would really love to have you come back again and, and uh, you know, maybe be a regular segment to keep us um, D- DSPN listeners up to date on the dog show world. Oh, I'd love to do that. And thank you guys all to our listeners for listening today. You know, DSPN is really for you. We do this show to really showcase a lot of the activities that we can do with our dogs to build a relationship because that's what it's all about. You know, we talk about these top dogs, but you know what? Everybody, to you, your dog is the top dog, and you can participate in these wonderful activities or go to the local activities and local shows, local dog sports, and learn as much as you can. Take classes with your dog. You know, that's what dogs were here for. They were here to be our companions and our partners. So that's what DSPN is all about. And be sure to watch the Westminster Dog Show. It will be telecast on the USA Network on Monday and Tuesday nights, I believe on USA at 8 each night, and I believe CNBC picks it up a little bit later. But make sure you watch and make sure you go to dogshowpoop.blogspot.com, which is Billy's website, and you can join the chat room on Westminster Night and also take a look at all the pictures and show records of a lot of the top dogs. So thank you guys all for joining us. We will see you next time on DSPN. Ladies and gentlemen, Pet Life Radio proudly presents DSPN, the Dog Sports and Performance Network. Get ready to unleash the dog sports enthusiast in all of us. From speed drawing and mushing to racing, agility, and competition, this is the place to learn all about the dog sports and activities that you can do with your furry best friend and canine competitor. So get ready for game time. DSPN with your host, Lori Williams, every week on demand. Only on PetLifeRadio.com.